The text for our consideration today is 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. I love books. I know that's probably not surprising that an English professor loves books, but I really do love them. If you're one of the people that helped move us in four years ago, you would probably become irritated hauling heavy box after heavy box labeled books. I have hundreds of books downstairs. My wife often points out to me that I'll never read all those books, or if I've read them once, I'll never read them again. Why keep all these books? Why keep getting new ones? I don't know. Uh, Because of this love of books, I also just love to go to libraries. It's quiet. There's no people. There's just shelf after shelf full of books. There's just something that's comforting, comforting to me about a room full of books. Part of it's curiosity, but I think a room full of books also projects the promise of potential. If I had all the time in the world, just think how many fictional worlds I could explore, how much knowledge I might be able to gain by reading every single book in sight. But of course, we don't have all the time in the world. Our time on earth is limited. So we do have to choose carefully what we read. At this time of year when we celebrate the Lutheran Reformation, it's especially important to remember one of Luther's emphases, sola scriptura, scripture alone. The Bible, God's word, is the only book necessary for life, and it's the only book that can bring us to faith and the reward of eternal life. How many of you like a good beach read? This type of book is usually seen as something light, frivolous, entertaining. Something we can enjoy on a summer vacation. A bit of mindless entertainment. There's nothing wrong in taking pleasure in reading or other activities that we entertain ourselves with or that we enjoy in our leisure time. However, we don't want the activities we pursue for pleasure take precedence in our lives. Sports, films, books, TV shows, social media, video games, they all can provide enjoyment, but how often do we put them at the top of our lives? How many different things in our lives take precedence over our study of God's Word, our worship, our devotion? Do church, chapel, or religion classes sometimes become to us something that we sit through as we wait to get to the more fun or entertaining part of the day? Yes, we can have fun, but we also want to keep in mind just how important that life-giving message in God's Word is and treasure it accordingly. If a beach read isn't the thing for you, you may, may want to improve yourself by reading some philosophy or self-help books. 
You may find some interesting uh, thoughts or practical advice in these books. But we should recognize pretty quickly that there are so many self-help books that promise to change our lives. And they continue to be published every day because none of them provides the true answer. We can be tempted to listen to the world in terms of what may make us happy, but we'll soon find out that such advice doesn't lead to ultimate happiness. In fact, it can do the opposite by leading us away from God and His Word, the only source of true joy and contentment, and it may even undermine our belief that the Bible is true. Furthermore, if we're relying on ourselves for help, we soon discover how frail and weak we are, no matter how much a particular book promises to change us. It's only through faith generated by the Holy Spirit through the Word of God that we are helped, transformed miraculously from lost and condemned sinners to redeemed, restored, and forgiven children of God. When we commemorate the Reformation, it's amazing to see how God worked through Luther, as Professor Kranz reminded us yesterday. And it is God's Word that created faith in Luther and was the powerful force behind the Reformation. Luther wrote, I simply taught, preached, wrote God's Word. Otherwise, I did nothing. And then while I slept, the word so greatly weakened the papacy that never a prince or emperor did such damage to it. I did nothing. The word did it all. What the Reformation reveals is the amazing power of the word of God taught in its pureness, truth, and simplicity. As we read in our text, all scripture is given by inspiration. God gave men the very words for us to have. And since we know these are the words of God, we also know they are true and without error, something that we can depend upon. Most of all, we can be sure of the fact that because Christ died for our sins, we stand justified in God's sight and are blessed with eternal life. We also read in our text that the word of God is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. God's word completely and thoroughly equips us for this life and our life in heaven. We don't need anything more. God's word provides us perfect advice for our life, but it also creates faith in our hearts so that we can have eternal life. In Luther's time, access to the Bible, especially in one's own language, was rare. Today in America, we have easy access to the Bible, whether in print or on our phones or computers. Let us thank God for this blessing of his word and pray that his spirit lead us to cherish his word and to teach it in, all, in truth, teach its truth in all purity and simplicity. We'll close with him 283.